All right, here's the deal, dear listener. We nailed that clap right away, and we're going to ride that wave all the way. Oh, my God. We absolutely killed it. This is... It was crazy. We didn't even, we didn't one, two, three it. We didn't do anything. You'll see it on the tape. Just make sure you watch the YouTube. Even if it's just for the first second this week, the clap was just absolutely. I'll get up and two sweet you for that one. Down low where Jay White likes it. There we go. God, Jay, Jay does that. Can I tell you something? Between the clap and you pulling that beauty of a Young Bucks card, go show Griffin that card. We are, we are riding a manic wave on the Mud Show dirt sheet. Welcome. We are happy to have you. My for fucking another- treasures. That's for the one I'm going to light on fire. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just no, kidding. No, just no, kidding. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Welcome to the Mud Show, Dirt Sheet. Competitive fantasy booking by two high guys in the Target demo. I'm Tim Ross, joined as always by Ryan Peterson. Griffin in the booth. And I'll spoilers t- for later. We're going to tell you later a little t- something about Griffin. I'll tell you what, we've been trying to get Griffin on the bus this whole time, and we're about to get him on this bus. Right now, there's two of us on the bus, and we're about to put Griffin right on that bus. I sound like I'm getting a little top-heavy there. Yeah, just a touch. I'll I'll bring it down just a hair. Just a hair. You can keep this, Griffin. This is good podcasting here. I think we're going too too good to slow this ship down right now. A little look behind the curtains never hurt anybody. But yeah, Griffin's like Colt right before Brody Lee really got him in the dark order. We're going to bring you in. You're going to be doing the hand signal. Oh, yeah. This is the Mud Show Dirt Sheet, competitive fantasy booking. We've got a hell of a dynamite card to get into you for. But first, Ryan, tell them about the show. Sure, I'm going to tell them about the show by giving you my phone. Because you get to, uh, this is me paying up on a challenge right here. Absolutely. I do not know how to do this. I think it's probably general... You and then tell them about the yeah, show. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to tell them about the show. You'll figure out my iPhone. But yeah, so uh, this is what we do here. We fantasy book AEW Dynamite from the card, top to bottom. And I'll tell you what, that does not matter to us even one bit. We can just sit here, no. just spew out bullshit, 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 bullshit as much as we want. But it doesn't matter. What matters in fucking wrestling right now, numbers, demographics. Last week we had a barn burner. I guessed 1 million on the number. Griffin hit the number right on the fucking head at 1.01, meaning I lose that. Tim put a 0.37, I think, on the demo, a 0.38 maybe, and it did mid fours. So I lose the challenge completely, which last week, for those of you who didn't listen past the intro, which I don't blame you, Tim gets to change any word that he wants in my phone to something to his choosing. Won't let me put a space, which is a real bummer. One Well, it should just be one word anyways. You shouldn't cheat. Uh, but one word in my phone. And Tim, you remember the rules. Nothing racist. Yeah, and that shouldn't be a problem because we didn't say nothing gay. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be great. And then once I figure it out, I can try to figure out how to change the word back to my <laughs> into my thing. So it's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. Um but yeah, that's what we do on this show. I will go through a little bit. Are you almost done, do you think? You think you're almost done here? This is good podcasting. All right. There you are. And now Tim will be handing me my phone back. Smooth, and I will do... Seamless transition. And I will just close the general settings so that yeah. when you open it up, it'll go to nothing We're, else. And now, whenever I text a certain word, it'll come up as something else until I figure it out. It's fun. It's like hypnotism. What is the key phrase? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get into this. Oh, we need a challenge. You got a challenge this week? Uh, yeah, next, uh, loser of next week's or this week's episode has to record the next episode we do together shirtless. That's fine. 
That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and this spoiler, is where we can spoil it. This yeah. is where oh, we'll yeah. spoil it. Uh, Ryan's going to be out of town next week doing some traveling with his lovely girlfriend, Allison. He will be on the program next week, but because we have a little extra microphone space, we're going to have Griffin on the show for the first time ever. Live, in person, uncensored Griffin hot takes. Griffin, and he's going to spend a whole week just getting ready for this. Not, he's not even going to be nervous at all. I'm going to be. I, in... be, I bet the fact that Griffin's going to have to talk into a microphone in front of literal ones of people yep. will not cause him any anxiety. Liter- at all over literal, the of the more next than seven days. more than four, less than twenty people, somewhere in there. Uh, what were our listens last week? I bet it was pretty 17, good. Seventeen, I think. Holy shit! Thank you to the three extra listeners. Oh, yeah. Or the three people of the 14 who listened twice, which, yep. considering next week's episode... I watched it once, listened to it once. I'm a viewer on both. Yeah, but it only counts... Anchor doesn't count the YouTube views, and we had... As they shouldn't. There. Right. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, and I was thinking the closer that we do that to sunrise while I'm over there, it would I could probably do it from our terrace, and that might be kind of nice. So a little golden hour lighting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, couldn't so, hurt. So that might be, uh, you know, we could try 10 o'clock. Your time would be about five o'clock. My time. Whatever we'll figure it out. You, my man. Yeah. I'm, it, I'm it'll be here after for the you. day. It'll be after the day of traveling, but I think it'll be hilarious. So. Hey, not to bury the lead or anything, but I have a great new haircut. You, you do have a great new haircut. Man, yeah. I could not believe how much less fat yeah. I looked. Yeah, Yag bombs and Heinekens, your new haircut. That's a gr- <laughs> that's a great video. <laughs> like that you one. You know what this is? Yeah, yeah. This is my new this fucking is my haircut. New fucking haircut. Yag bombs and Heinekens, all fucking nice. Yag bombs. Yagabombs. Yagabombs. Steroids? Yeah, I do that shit all the time. I eat steroids for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) H-G-H. Protein. Mom! Sir, you gotta check in. Not right now, broski. I'm in the fucking zone. I'm telling you, that was like the first viral video. Hottest video of 2008. Now 14 years ago. Oh my god, we're old. Who were conceived a new haircut who are driving around in cars today. Isn't that crazy? Fucking crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> see, see, this is why Griffin needs a microphone because yeah, yeah. he just said he was nine years old, yep. and Ryan and I both aged like <laughs> Matt Damon at the <laughs> end of Saving Private <laughs> Ryan, just sixty years instantly. Oh man! Oh, Grizzy! Bye, Grizzy. Let's let's just hop into the card because it is a banger. Oh yeah, and we both know you're going to open this show with CM Punk versus Wardlow, which. Which, you know... Listen, man, I've been the one saying that from the beginning is that we need uh, we need MJF to hand CM Punk his first loss, but, man, is there any way to get better heat than if you just have Wardlow give a powerbomb symphony to CM fucking Punk, man? I think he will. I, th- I, I think that, you know, CM Punk is protected enough that he could eat, I don't know, 30, 35 powerbombs and still <laughs> kick out. Pop. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just... Wardlow has suffered a little bit from how much they've protected him, I feel like. CM Punk can drag an incredible match out of pretty much everybody. He's proven the whole time he's been on this roster. He made a watchable match out of QT Marshall, and that is saying (laughs) something. That is something. I mean, Hook Hook made QT Marshall look all right the other day. uh, Aaron Solo by way of QT Marshall. QT Marshall uh, jumped in afterwards. Yes, sir. Whoa! Whoa! Griffin, uh, come over here and say that into a microphone. That's crazy what you just said that you think CM Punk can get Wardlow up for a power bomb. What? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What do you mean jump? 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 
Ju- <laughs> Are you suggesting? Wait. Why? Why would Wardlow, CM Punk's opponent in the match, Griffin, jump? Assist him in getting up into a devastated jump. 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 God, Matt would be rolling in his Jesus fucking bed right now. Christ, if you heard what you were that is insane. That what you, you would just insinuate said. that someone my God a power bomb. Happen. Jesus Christ. You know, hey. If you want CM Punk to powerbomb Wardlow, just get Matt, Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega. <laughs> get all they're, those boys. They're so good at helping boys. people do powerbombs, oh, yeah. you know? Uh, I was uh, I was also thinking that maybe this is where you have the Wardlow turn on Spears. Uh, maybe Spears tries to help Wardlow win this match, and it costs him something. And then, you know, Sean Spears gets a little overzealous with that chair, and... Maybe Spears, big, handsome head yeah. Maybe Spears takes a couple of uh, power bomb symphonies, and then we have an accountability buddy MJF stare off because we have that. Uh, what the fuck were they talking about? Bash at the beach from Cleveland, Ohio. Is that where uh, the winner gets a title shot or something? And MJF says that he has to pass. O- Wardlow would have to pass over the title shot according to the oh, writing. Face of the Revolution ladder match yep. is that'll be Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. So it. he'll be so. You know, I'm expecting maybe a Wardlow victory there, and then that's where you get Wardlow wrestle MJF for it or something of that sort. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I it feels like they've been doing this Wardlow turn for fucking ever, but you, you can just let it breathe, man. Okay. Like him like, sitting in the chair, not paying attention, him not there with the champagne. I'm I'm loving it all. Like you can, yeah, yeah. Wardlow is great, and yeah. the fact that. CM Punk is so busy being all the way up inside MJF's head that MJF has not noticed at all that the scariest man on the roster is mad at him. Yeah. Is really, really good. And you get to further MJF CM Punk. You get to further MJF Wardlow. This is just a great spot to push a bunch of storylines forward while also putting a match on that Tony Khan had written down for you know, three months ago at full gear yep. that we got robbed of in the target center. Cause we deserved it. Yeah. We would such good fans Yeah, <laughs> in Minneapolis. God, all wasn't us, that all shitty. Good wrestling Fucking fans here horrible. in Minneapolis. Fucking horrible wrestling fans. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it's everything that you could possibly want here in the CM Punk MJF interaction last week where CM Punk fucking hit the captain with the go to sleep for MJF getting the victory was just, absolutely superb you know mjf freaking out about the loss tony congratulating him talking about going to the other company just man you have to believe that that is that he is just signed sealed and delivered forever forever and ever amen you otherwise you wouldn't let him play like this you'd be like you can't play like that well here's the thing and i've said this before but i'm gonna say it into a microphone for the first time i hate this take because of how good it is though what is, Griffin, what is the most heel thing CM Punk could do ever? Sign with the E for one year. I don't just mean to, like corru- one, I don't mean to interrupt years, you, but MJF just signs with you the meant e MJF. You said CM Punk at yeah. first, and you know I hate to correct you. I do you. hate to correct you. Know you know I hate to correct you. Especially on my best fucking wrestling take. Yep. Fucking MJF just says, fuck you dumb AEW marks, I'm taking the money. But it's a work the whole time. It's... It's it's so good. The the only thing against that is that it's not even a like it's not an option because the E doesn't allow anybody within like that first year to jump straight to anything except for AJ Styles, you know, and as good as MJF is, I don't think that Vince and I don't think that there's somebody there pushing Vince to think MJF is that good. Can I can I, and I I don't disagree with you, 
But it doesn't have to be. Like, MJF could spend a year in NXT 2.0 losing to Braun Breaker, and AEW marks would still lose their fucking minds over it. Well, they'd be like, see what happens when you go to the other company, blah, 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 blah. But I just, you know, I just think that there's a couple people in this company that are locked up for a little bit longer than we think it is. And I think it's, you know, those pillars, and, you know, I think Hangman. You know, it was just... You could tell that this wrestling company was built off of a couple people. The way that MJF was right by Cody's side the whole time. It's almost like each one of these guys has their guy. You know, the the Bucks and Cody and Kenny all had Hangman for a long time. Hangman's got or Kenny's got Riho on the women's division. Cody has MJF. It's kind of like they each have their guy. You know, and like now you kind of look like maybe the Bucks' guys are. Top flight. Top flight, you, you know? know. So people you, people keep making that comparison between Motor City Machine Guns and the Bucks and then the Bucks to top flight. Yep. You hope that's true. Yeah. And I just think that maybe it's something that you can you can go with here, you know, is that that I think there's just a couple of guys where you go, I think these guys are longer than twenty twenty four. You know, will MJF do the you know, the Brian Pillman thing where it pins two companies against each other? Like Probably a little bit, but I'm assuming that it, it's all Tony going, you, you know you're taken care of. Yeah. You know, you know you'll be taken care of. You know, don't trying to work us into a shoot, brother. And then and then all that stuff that you see about MJF is how he, you know, the stuff you hate to see about how he was so good with the women's division of, of recommending like Statlander and a lot of these people, which I don't say hate to see because it's it's a man promoting, you know, being a good good to women wrestlers it's you hate to see it because you don't ever want to see mjf do anything nice you know i truly believe that mjf could have a 30-year career in aew and spend every single second of it as heel. a heel yep don't yep. ever don't even ever think about it yep except for long island except for long island of course and, hey. and tony could be like hey we'll give you a pay-per-view there you know, like one imagine, time, imagine would be cool. Imagine MJF winning the AEW World Championship at that fucking Islanders Arena. You know, like just <laughs> imagine that. Like that's where it should be because the place will pop and go absolutely crazy, and then you can boo him for you know seven hundred and eighty-six days while he holds on to the world title. Yeah, but imagine him losing. Whoa, <laughs> this guy, this guy. It's like hey, CM Punk losing in Chicago. Hey, Ron. Yep. You you got a string in your beard and it's got to move. It's it's freaking. You got it. Did I get it? Oh yeah, nice. I'm sorry, it was freaking me out. Hey, that's you can leave that in, Griffin. Yeah, we gotta be at five minutes though. Yeah, I'm smoking. Well, you gotta get your own piece though because going to Barcelona. Time not smoking with people. I hear you. What was it you tweeted after that Idols concert? If you're in the mosh pit, we don't smoke together on the way home. Yeah, man, that's the fucking most real thing. If you're if you're if you're in a mosh pit at a concert, we ain't smoking together on the ride home. <coughs> did you know that we didn't smoke the whole last fucking episode? Yeah, we did that fucking dry, and that's probably why it sucked probably so fucking why it bad. Was as bad as it was, and it was what it was. Uh, I think that's enough on CM Punk and Wardlow. CM Punk wins here. I think so. Almost assuredly. I mean, we did such a good job of fantasy booking the card last week, so. Headlock takeover. <laughs> God, yeah, and just hits him with the headlock takeover. Funk. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, that's good. I, I, I think like it's going to be see, great. I would like to see some calls to their feud. Yep. Do some MJF moves, you know. Uh, hey, if you want to have them yell at each other again, have them yell at each other yep. again. I can watch that every week. Yep. And now we're going to move on to uh, the chicken and Peter Griffin of the ladies' division, uh, Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb for the 
third, fourth, fifth time, it feels like. Can hey, I say something? Sure. I hate that you were fucking right. Not because I think it's a bad take or that it's bad for wrestling as a whole. But God, do I fucking hate that euphemism, Ryan. <laughs> as someone who hasn't been into Family Guy since like 2004, God, I fucking hate every time you bring up Family Guy. And my brain's like, yep. You know what he's talking about yeah. because oh, yeah. you used to watch Family Guy. I hope yeah. you're fucking happy. Oh, I am. Uh, She's back, everyone. I see that. Grizzly's back. Sheeta won the last one, which means Deeb is going to win this one. I don't know why you would. <laughs> and, and then two weeks down the road, Sheeta's going to win the next one, and then yep. Deeb's going to win the next one. Yep. And uh, to quote the Joker from Batman, you and I are going to do this forever. Yeah. I uh... <laughs> See that? See how much better a reference that is mm-hmm. than Peter mm-hmm. and the Chicken? Mm-hmm. I uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, you know maybe maybe we get a couple of the other Joshis that have been here for a couple months now to get involved or something like that and create some sort of stables with these women or something like that. I'd like to see like as much as I like watching Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb wrestle, I'd I'd like to see Yuki Zaka's. You want me to do it? <laughs> yep. Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, I'd like to see her wrestle Serena Deeb or Hikaru Shida a couple of times. I'd like, you know, and they have history. All of these have, all of they have history from uh, Emi Sakura being their trainer, you know? So, like, you could go either way. They could either be friends or they could hate each other and you could have, you know. Here's, here's what I think you're going to get from these two because in these two, you have the two best technical wrestlers in your women's division. Yeah. Not, you know, overall, I think Thunder Rosa does a little better character work, but. In terms of, I do this move, you react, repeat. Yep. These are your two best wrestlers. And they are incredible together, which means maybe you just flip-flop this back and forth sure. until March 6th and you do a 30-minute Iron Woman match sure. at Revolution. Yeah, I mean, it's for sure, like, to your credit and your point, that these two are the two that most put on a match that doesn't fall apart. It has no chance of falling apart because they are both good enough reactionary wrestlers that if somebody misses, somebody does that, they can get into a different spot and work their way out of it that, you know, you just don't get when you watch the bunny versus Anna J or, you know, you know, Ruby versus Jade or, you know, do we have to talk about it? We don't that we can stop there, you know, but it's just one, it's just a couple of those things where these two won't let you down. Yep. You know, these two will give you the match that you want, and then they'll give you everything you need. You should pull your phone off the table, though. Are we buzzing a little? Uh, bit? Just a little bit. I that, that mine was there earlier too. So I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, and that's why I think you know an Iron Woman stipulation, a best two or three falls, give this thing a conclusive finish after weeks and weeks of it being very clear that not only are these the two best women's wrestlers on the roster, they are also very evenly matched. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Sheeta won the last one. Serena Deeb wins this one. You know, maybe cuts a promo. The the only thing <laughs> we can I do the accent again. It's very simple, Tanny. <laughs> the only thing I don't want out of this match is I don't want you to feed either of these two women to Jade. Yeah, and it feels like you won't because they're doing their own thing pretty far away from the rest of the women's division. Yep. The Jade Cargill thing is like. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. But it's like, where do you go? You know, you, you do you just have her squash lower mid card talent for eight, ten weeks? That's fine. And then you give it to Nyla. Yeah. Nyla you know. or 
you know Ruby again or Thunderosa, who both ate L's. Yeah, because I don't I don't think Jade has faced Nyla yet. No, and so I think that would be a good match at Revolution. You maybe. know, powerhouse matches are a little harder to botch yep. as well because you just spend eight minutes bumping into each the, other. The problem with that is we haven't seen Jade go up against you know we haven't seen her go up against a Statlander or anything like that. So you wonder if the ability to do a powerhouse versus powerhouse or the they just uh, what do they call them at the gym where the muscles are just for show. <laughs> Shoguns. Yeah. So absolutely. And you know the thing about Shoguns, right? No paperwork. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> don't buy a gun, Ryan. Let me say it on the uh, podcast. Gun show loophole. Don't, don't buy gun a show fucking loophole. gun, Ryan. But especially don't buy a gun show loophole gun. <laughs> Episode title? Don't buy a gun. Ryan. Don't buy a gun show loophole gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gun, gun, All fever, right. gun fever is still a hot topic. Oh, yeah. No question. So stealing, it's always sunny reference. Uh, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't care who wins. I just hope that you do it well. And I know you will. So yep, that's, that's where I'm at. 100%. Thank you, Tony, for this match, yep. you know, and then speaking of thank you, Tony, for this match, we'll move right into powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Boise. <laughs> it feels like every time Dante Martin wrestles, I say, it's like Tony booked this for me, but, no. the... <laughs> but, but I mean, right. And here's the thing is that Tony we understand what you did with the booking last week, and it's because you know that you can't let all these internet smart marks realize that you know all seventeen of them realize that you're we're actually booking the shows here, and that we should get the promoter of the year. I'm gonna get myself a fucking plaque that says right here, GGRP promoter of the year Tony's through Tony Khan through Tony Khan. Via Tony Khan. Yep. Uh, um, but you know you had to switch up the booking on this to make sure that. But then you throw in little this card just for like, us. Just a yeah, little bread. Just crumb. a little breadcrumb and Griffin's over here grabbing them, scooping them up, trying to make cake out of it. Or, uh, oh but yeah, my. we're just you know you you just put something on the card that I can't say enough nice things about. Can you imagine how high Powerhouse Hobbs is going to lift Dante Martin off of the ground to turn him into that spinebuster? It's, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I, this is a wrestling match for a long, like for the first time in a long time that I honestly have no idea. Like I don't have an, I don't even think I have an opinion of who's gonna win this game. Like both kind of need it, you know. Uh, it'd be tough for Powerhouse to come back from something that you know a loss to Dante, something like that. I, I just, and it, also I just don't know if that finisher would look like something that could take Powerhouse Hobbs down. Yeah, but you know who it could take down? Ricky, Ricky Starks. Starks. Yeah. Yes, Ryan. Yes, this is all building to revolution. Ricky Starks versus Dante Martin for the FTW World Heavyweight title. And then you put it on Dante Martin. The the thing about the thing about this is Darius, you know, for people who are picking up crumbs, bacon bread, Darius posted a tweet of him entering the ring. On Twitter the other day, uh, for I think it was one of his first singles matches when he joined AEW, and I think that that is him, as I've said for the last seven, seven eight, months. nine, <laughs> ten, eleven weeks now. I think this is him entering the ring. I think you will probably see a Ricky Starks run in, and then probably a Leo Rush save, and then you will see a hook run in. And then you will see a Dante Martin, and then you will Just probably say more names I like. Ryan. You will probably Just say more un- names I unfortunately like. what you'll probably have is you will feed Don uh, Darius to Hook on Rampage, um, 
which there are worse things to have happen. You know, you know um, it's a bummer, but it's not that big of a bummer. Leading, leading to what will be your trio of Dante, Darius, Leo versus Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Hook, which will probably be Hook's Dynamite debut. And that's... That, and that's very good. Uh, I appreciate Hook debuting at the strip club last week, too. <laughs> Can I say something about Hook at the strip club? Sure. Since you brought it up. Fistful of ones, hands to himself, absolute fucking gentleman. You know, I... Hey, I've been to some strip clubs where they ask for different things than what Hook was doing, and Hook was being respectful. Yeah, I saw a tweet, and... You know, it's everyone's favorite bit of the Mud Show dirt sheet. Tim just reads something he saw on Twitter out loud. <laughs> but somebody tweeted, uh, it appears that, uh, regrettably, Hook is actually much cooler than he appeared. Yep. yep. And that is and that is something, isn't it? it? It is amazing because he is just... Yeah, say it. Say it. Because do you remember all that shit you talked to me eight months ago about how in love with Hook I was? I mean, Hook hadn't done anything to to earn my love and affection yet, besides just be handsome. Well, now that he's earned my love and affection, hey, you know, hey. I'll give you the world. Hey, it's shining, shimmering splendor. <laughs> I'm gonna get a necklace that says Hook, right, Griffin? Pop, <laughs> 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 It's okay. He ordered one that said Ryan, so it's fine. Good. Good. I'll get you one that says Tim. Not Griffin. I'm saying Hook ordered one. <laughs> Next time he's going to come out to Action Bronson, he's going to have a little gold chain that just says Ryan uh, on it. GGRP. Yeah, and that's why I'm getting that plaque, because yeah. Tony's going to make it happen for me. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Thank. Hey, we haven't said it lately. Thank you, Tony. And hey, if, if Darius still isn't ready, which would be a fucking bummer, because... Mm-hmm. Because the thing about Darius is when they debuted together, Darius and Dante, we were all amazed by Dante, but we were all also very equally amazed by Darius. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that he's going to come back and people are going to go, there's another one? Holy shit. (laughs) There's two? There can't be two, but there are in fact two, and Darius is just as good, if not better, than Dante was. It's like when we talk about Sean, Will's brother, yeah, and it's like, and it, we're always like, yeah, and he's the worst one. It's like, no way. And then they get here, and everybody's like, there's two, there's two of them, and they're both horrible. <laughs> they are both horrible. But if he's not, do my do my thing. Do Dante versus Ricky Starks for the FTW title. Hey. Have Dante win it, because. That belt being away from Team Taz would make them angry boys. Well, and it would and make I, it would make it relevant. Yeah, and I love all of those boys being angry boys. And you love fake titles. I mean, <laughs> you love real titles like the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. It's the meanest thing you've ever said to anybody. <sighs> Remember when you cried when Okada knelt down to the old belt to accept the new belt? It's not making the new belt better. It's making Okada worse. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good wrestling take. Uh, Yeah, I mean, again, I have no idea where you're going to go here, but I think, you know, I think either of them deserve the win. And I would, I, you know, if I'm looking for long-term booking, maybe you give it to Hobbs cheaply. Yeah. It's just hard to imagine a world where Dante Martin beats powerhouse Hobbs the first time they fight. Yeah. Just wait for him to put on that Will Ospreay muscle and then do it. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine three years when Dante Martin looks like Dante Martin ate a Mario mushroom? (laughs) (laughs) 
We watched uh, Free Guy the other night, and they create a guy that's just a bigger version of him and like bulkier, bulkier. And I, I laughed, I popped hard because I was like, "Oh, it's Will Osprey." <laughs> Did that guy also not know how to read? Uh, anyway. Actually, he got dumber when he was bigger. Yeah. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. The right. catchphrase. I think that's plenty for Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs, even though they are my two favorite wrestlers, except mm-hmm. for Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, why no Brody King last week? Do you think it's because Phoenix got hurt? I mean... Because the lights did go off. The lights the went out in the middle of the match, and then nothing happened. And that was before the injury. Yeah, but they so, did that when Malachi Black debuted, too. Yeah. Like, early in the episode. So, So you think that probably... He was gonna. I think that he was gonna come out and co- cost them the match, maybe. And they just didn't get to the spot, and you couldn't get to the spot because it looked like Phoenix had his arm ripped in twain. It, How the fuck? Like, thank God. Let's start there. Thank God that it's just a dis- and modern medicine. And well, can I go back, Griffin? One, two, three. <laughs> thank no, you got to keep that. Thank science. <laughs> you got to keep me saying that too. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Thank. Modern medicine that Phoenix is okay. Well, you know, more okay than he looks. More okay than his arm facing the opposite direction. Facing literally backwards. But man, I knew I something won't. I knew something bad happened because A, Bree stayed up and watched it with me. But uh B, right before it started, she said, Is Ray Phoenix one of the and I said, Bree, don't tell me anything and she goes, Okay. And then she stayed up and watched, and I was like, I think he, I think he might get hurt real badly. And I, th- you know, I was expecting knee. I was expecting something like catastrophic career ending, and it looked that way. Like it didn't look career ending there, but it looked like you know, bad. Very it looked bad. it looked more than two to three months bad. Um, and I think that this is, you know, I think that you know, thank modern medicine that he's going to be okay and probably wrestle sooner rather than what we think. A year, yeah. I clicked Reddit on Wednesday night, and it said gruesome injury during the main event, and I didn't know what the main event was, so I was like, oh, oh." and then I watched the show, and every time a match came on and went, and I was like checking people off in my brain, and then we got to the main event, and I was like, no, none of these, none of these, please, no. Yeah, and like every time they went up, and for if it a high was spot, one of them, you were like, "Please not that one." Please not that. I mean, I'm not gonna say which one, but we all know. But and every time they'd go up for a high spot, I was like, "Is this it? Mm-hmm. Is, it is this?" And then it was, and it was yep. very abundantly clear. But yep. yeah, I did I the like... same with the Jake Atlas match on Friday. Yep. When I watched it, which shout out to Jake Atlas, what a match! Yeah, if you haven't seen it, his uh, bola match. With Jungle Boy, yep, fire, yeah, really good. But Jake Atlas is incredible. Uh, speedy recovery. I don't know if we've heard anything. Uh, about. He said back sooner than later, and it sounds like not a torn ACL. So, <laughs> which, as far as knee injuries grow, as much as you can ask for. But all of this to say, I would like my Brody King, please. Yes, I would, please. I would like that this week. Dynamite, if not Dynamite Rampage. But no. I don't think you can do it on Rampage because you have to do it live. It well, you have to do it live. Yeah. And, and you know, Rampage is its highest number since October. Yeah. Did you see that Battle of the Belts number? Oh, yeah. 704.27 on a fucking Saturday. It's just fine. People talk about AEW like the sky's falling, and it's like, you guys know that 
TNT programming does not draw eyes, right? Yeah. You you also know that they were only expected to do over half a million, right? Yeah. So. Fucking E stands. Get off my timeline. Main event. The interim TNT title match. I kind of forgot. (laughs) Challenger Daniel Garcia. Champion Sammy Guevara. Uh, Boy, is there nothing I enjoyed more than fucking Daniel Garcia slapping the taste out of fucking Sammy Guevara's mouth? Daniel Garcia is perfect. (laughs) Besides his haircut, he's perfect. It's fine. When you think about the best comparison to Daniel Garcia being Zack Sabre Jr., Daniel Garcia is perfect. 20 years old. 20 years old. Fucking same age as Dante Martin, which incidentally they could... You know, <laughs> by, by which I mean singles match. <laughs> Ignore the hand gesture. I meant singles match, but what I did was I suggested the penises would touch. Griffin, you should put two two black marks on that and go like this and make them like overly ah! huge and just or like or like foam fingers or foam fingers <laughs> smashing each other. Oh, um, man. You could put them on mine when we do it next words. It uh, only if you have time, you know, You're, nothing important. Do what here. feels right. Yeah. Do what feels right. Like uh, those two should. Yeah. Just, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I was watching this and then I, I, you know, when he slapped him, I was like, whoa. And then when they were fighting a little bit, I was like, man, these two really know how to make a fake fight look real. <laughs> and it was kind of like they were just actually blowing at each other a little bit there. And that's the point of, that's the, you know, whole point of it, I, I mean, guess, right? We got into wrestling in the strong style era of New Japan when they decided the best way to pretend to kick someone was to actually kick them. Yep. These two boys can go, you yeah. know? Let yeah. let them fight for 15 minutes. Yep. Watch Sammy do um, six, inverted Spanish fly. 735, 6, yep. 2. Yep. Uh, and then have Daniel Garcia win. Oh, my God. Could <laughs> you imagine? Am I crazy because I want to watch and Cody And here's Rhodes the thing. Yeah, Daniel here's Garcia. the thing is that that sets up Cody Rhodes versus Daniel Garcia. And that's like where Cody could pull off some real heel shit and not get booed. And you know I've well, I mean, I mean he's gonna get booed, yeah. But like, you know, the thing about Daniel Garcia is it's very clear that like part of his thing is being a pest. Yeah, you know what I mean is being just jabbing, 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 taking a shot, taking a non at the heels, and that is I think a great attitude to bring out the shitty side of Cody. Yeah, which is coming by the way. Everybody, don't give up on Cody yet because it is coming. And heel baby face winner. That t-shirt oh is just <laughs> is, isn't that the most bullet club is fine Cody Rhodes yep. that we've seen since Bullet Club is fine. Yep. Which Griffin is. got what Griffin got to see for the first time today. Bullet Club is fine. fine. Oh, so good, Cody. We can't wait, Cody. Looking forward to it. I hope Tony plays this clip for you so you know how much we are looking forward to and it. Here's the deal, Cody, is if you want to stay face longer, I'm starting to cheer you again. So I'm I'm getting back into it. You know, I don't give a shit about the Patriot outfit. I don't get, you know, and that's and that's when you're, you know, Don Callis, I'll tell you when you're over. Right now, Cody, I'm telling you, you're getting over again. And, you, hey, I'm happy for it, man. Like, the only thing is that I, I just wish it would just be him and Brandy again coming out, like, instead of the Nightmare family still being part of it. I, like, I just kind of want to see just shitty Cody, shitty Brandy, just Here's the, the, the good old days. Here's the thing. Cody is a heel. <laughs> 
because he's getting booed. Yeah. And if he turns fa- if he turns heel, he'll be a baby face. That's true. Because they'll cheer it. People don't understand that. Cause, and and the thing about Cody is, no matter what he does, is just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Because if you want to do the Patriot stuff, they'll boo you and you'll be a heel. Yep. And if you want to do the Patriot stuff but be a heel, they'll cheer you and you'll be a face. Yep. It's, yep. it's so many levels. You were you were basically just irrelevant, Cody, for the last you know six you know six months. But you found a way. You found a way to just embrace it. And hey, you know it, it, I appreciate you stepping into this role. And I I would love to see Daniel Garcia versus Cody Rhodes. I think that would be real nice way know? more than i'd love to see a rematch of sammy guevara versus cody rhodes which was yeah. a good match the, but oh. <laughs> what were you gonna say i was gonna say that uh i think the whole point of battle of the belts was to put over sammy Gar- guevara over cody after cody won all those because the go big show blah, 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 all that stuff i think the whole point was to finally let sammy go over cody to win his belt back um which nah, not that. for me, nah, but fuck that. yeah, but just, I think Cody should hold it. You know, as I said, the first time he had it for the rest of his career, <laughs> just... <laughs> I can't be a world champion. So <laughs> exactly. He can be this one. Uh, or, or you let Malachi black Cody versus for the AEW title going to be, <sighs> you when, know, Hey, when Cody really springs the trap on the heel turn yep. and says, Hey, I know that I said that I'm an EVP. I'm an, Hey, Hey, Booker's gonna book to- homie. <laughs> Tony Khan said he really wanted me in this match, you know, and just fucking lean into it. Cause, cause Whoa, hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> little treat, little treat. I'd love to have that as an episode title. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Meat and potatoes. It's time for the main event. Remember, I have to say that because I lost. Oh, that's right. And if we both lost, we both have I, to do it. Yeah, but I felt it. I, yeah. I had it in my spirit, so I wanted to do one. But you right. should do one. Well, now. I'm going to let you know. Okay. The time for talking is done because it's time for the main event. The number and the demo. I think I killed that one. Yeah, I think that felt good. You know, that you felt know, Griffin ever since the clap them. happened. Yeah. I feel like we have just been. On. Pretty, Griffin's not going to have to edit this much. It's going to be good to go. Just set to jet out of the box. Mm-hmm. Not unlike that one cut. autograph. <laughs> Bacaw. Bacaw! 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 I do have to go first. I'm going to say... I bought this one. Well. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> Uh, did a good number on TBS. Probably do a little less good number. I'm going to say 0.39. It's less of a show. Is it that much less of a show? I'm going to go over. I think you're probably looking at like 0.41, 0.42 maybe. God, I hope so. You know, it's just, it's tough. Like, it, it just... The number blew me out of the water. The the big four number kind of blew me out of the water there. I you know, I saw wrestling numbers for the other program yesterday and I just think we're going to beat it. I think we're going to beat them. Not not full not full viewership but number, demo? but de- what, the, what was demo the was demo like 0.37 or something like that, you know. What? Yeah, I think it was 0.37. Oh I can God, it just threw up in my mouth. I can confirm it. Hold on one second. Let me take a peek here. We'll look Let's at Alvi's podcasting. Oh yeah, no, they love it when I do this. They love it when I do this. 
I was looking up what Jim Jordan said earlier today because I'm sure it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing that guy can find the words to say anything at all. Had such a hard time speaking out, you know, earlier in his career. Yeah. Fucking cocksucker. Because of all that. In a bad way. (laughs) Right. In the insult way, not in the actually sucked cock way. Which we're fine with. Yeah. You can cut that, Griffin. No. (laughs) You want to make it clear in the show that we're fine with sucking cock because we are oh for sure we're fine with sucking cock god damn it somebody just give me the goddamn actual number for fuck's sake there we go 0.39 was the number so you're saying that it ties it i'd be fine here's the thing i won last week outright Mm mm-hmm and i've lost 20 pounds over the past month or so so i don't really give a shit about Doing this puppy shirtless. I don't sure. care. The 15 sure. people who watch it on YouTube can look at my tits all they want. I'm going to make sure I'm that gonna, I do I'm the... I'm going to set a number where if I'm wrong, I'm going to be happy. I, uh, that's where I came up with point three nine. Uh When I do it shirtless, I'm going to do the uh, over 50 dad uh, camera view the whole time looking like this. <laughs> Not yet, but uh, I like mean, to? once once we get you, once we get you a... Uh, once we get you a microphone, we should figure out a way to get you in on this. Uh, maybe you side with one of us. Something like that. Yeah, you're like the step kid. You just pick your custody based yep. on who has the better take. Yep. Uh, let's see. 0.40, you don't even have to hit it again. Um, Watch him just lose his fucking mind with this number. <laughs> Nine hundred and ninety thousand. Man, that fuck. felt good. God, fuck. The thing is, is I like having an outright winner, which mm-hmm. means picking the spread is the better option. I do hope it does it better than nine hundred ninety thousand, because every time that AW gets a million or more viewers, I get a manic rush of like neurochemicals. Yeah, feel like we did it. <laughs> Feels like it's because of us, and it is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We, we got, got him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to sneak that reference by me. Um, but I do like an outright winner, so I am going to take the under, but it is a, a pessimistic taking of the under because I hope and do think that if that isn't right on the money, that it will be over. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna bet the spread. So I I'd love to under. be able to hit one right on the number. The fact that it was 1.01, I lost by 10,000 fucking people. We're going to do thank yous quick to wrap up the show. First of all, we thank each and every 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 of you. Yeah, that's good camera work. If it's not too much to ask, give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, a Twitter follow at Dirt Sheet Pod. Ryan's on Twitter at the GGRP. I'm on Twitter at Kenny Omega Man X. I'm just going to start plugging wrestlers I like. Uh, our... Art director, executive producer, editor, and soon-to-be co-host. co-host, Griffin, can be found on Twitter at SugarlessFa and on Instagram at GriffinMurn. He's been posting some hot tattoo art recently. You mm-hmm. should check that out. Uh, music done by Dom. Incredible Dom. We love you, Dom. 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 Ringer is Loud and Waistband MN are his bands. I unfortunately don't know how to plug his trap username yet, 
But you can find his personal at Dominic underscore Yadrich with a J. That's it. God, dude. God. Just whole, did a great this job. whole episode has just been silky smooth. Especially the kitty into the camera. I yeah, bet. and the and the because whole Bacow! thing. I'm gonna have to mix those down. Dear <laughs> listener, join us next week for more smart wrestling takes by dumb wrestling. Hey, books. and share your share this one with your friends because it was all it was all right. Felt like a good one. <laughs>